Due to the graphic nature of this murder case, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes dramatizations and discussions of murder and assault that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. On the morning of December 16, 1935, the body of 29-year-old Hollywood star Thelma Todd was discovered inside the actress's Los Angeles garage. Thelma was slumped over the driver's seat of her Lincoln Phaeton. According to the autopsy, she had been dead for almost 30 hours. Strangely, during the whole time Thelma was missing, no one bothered to look for her. Even her self-proclaimed best friend and business partner, Roland West, didn't notice her absence. Or if he did, he didn't act on it. Roland West, who also occasionally stayed in the apartment over their cafe, claimed that Thelma never made it home from a party the previous evening. He supposedly believed she was with her mother, but he never made an effort to check in. Once Thelma's body was found, Roland was quick to call the whole thing a tragic accident. According to him, she must have died by carbon monoxide poisoning as her car ran inside the closed garage. This seemed like a likely theory, at least until Roland's questionable alibi started to raise some serious suspicions about his intentions. It seemed like Roland knew more than he was willing to say, and authorities began to wonder if Thelma Todd's death was accidental after all. This is Unsolved Murders True Crime Stories, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Carter Roy. And I'm your host, Wendy McKenzie. Every Tuesday, we dive into the world of a real unsolved murder and try to solve the case. You can find episodes of Unsolved Murders and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is our final episode on the mysterious death of Hollywood actress Thelma Todd. Last week, we covered Thelma's life in Hollywood and the events leading up to her death. This week, we'll dive into the subsequent investigation and unravel the clues to find out what may have actually happened to Thelma. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. On the morning of Monday, December 16, 1935, Thelma Todd's personal assistant, Mae Whitehead, went to the 29-year-old actress's garage in Malibu, California, to pick up the car. But when Mae opened Thelma's driver's side door, she discovered something horrifying. Thelma was dead. Her corpse was still dressed in the evening gown she'd worn to a party two nights earlier, and small traces of dried blood pooled around her nose and mouth. May bolted to Roland West's nearby cafe for help. 
Hello? Roland, help! May? What's the matter? It's Miss Todd. She's... I, I saw her in the garage and she's... She's what, May? Spit it out. Dead, Roland! She's dead! Hang on, I'm right behind you! Roland ran to the garage where Thelma still sat in her car. He noticed the camellia flower Thelma pinned on her dress before the party two nights earlier was wilted. He knelt down and gently wiped the blood from her face. When the police and the coroner arrived a few minutes later, they discovered that rigor mortis had already set in. Thelma Todd had been dead for at least a day. Mr. West, I don't think there's any reason to believe this is anything other than an accident. It's my fault. Is that right? Oh, I mean, well, I locked the door. She must have forgotten her key, come in here for shelter until sunrise, and then, you know. No, no, Roland, don't blame yourself. This was just one of those freak accidents. Just a freak accident. Right. The autopsy seemed to confirm what Roland and the police already believed. Thelma died of carbon monoxide poisoning. There was nothing to point towards foul play. At least, not yet. On December 18, 1935, the coroner began a formal inquest into her death. Thelma's closest friends and family, including May Whitehead and Roland West, were called in as witnesses. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary until Roland started answering questions. Roland explained that Thelma normally entered the apartment they shared through the side door, but he had accidentally locked it the evening of her death. When asked if he'd heard her knocking on the door that night, Roland said no, but he did have Thelma's dog with him in bed, and according to his testimony, the dog began whining around 3.30 a.m., At first, Roland claimed that he didn't get up to check the door when the dog woke him up, but over the course of the inquest, his story shifted. Have the records show that we've returned from lunch to continue questioning Mr. Roland West. Now, Mr. West, what time was it when you heard the dog whining? Must have been 3, 3.30. Like I said, the dog would always whine when Thelma came home. He loved her. In that case, it would stand to reason that Thelma was at the door. But why didn't you get up to let her in? Oh, I did. I opened the door, didn't see her, and went back to sleep. I was under the impression from your previous testimony that you never answered the door. No, I went to the door when the dog started whining. Mr. West, before we broke for lunch, you clearly stated that you did not check the door. Now it sounds like you're changing your story. Hang on a minute. Am I the one on trial here? Thelma is dead. What does it matter if I open the door or not? Just trying to piece together the facts, sir. The inconsistencies in Roland's statements raised a lot of eyebrows. Things grew more suspicious when the coroner's inquest could not conclusively determine whether Thelma had been murdered or not. There may not have been clear evidence of murder, but not everyone shared Roland's belief that Thelma's death was a simple accident. Unfortunately, we only know the cause of death. The autopsy revealed that Thelma Todd died from carbon monoxide poisoning. 
but we're still getting to the bottom of how exactly it happened. Well, was it an accident? Suicide? We are not ruling out any possible explanations at this moment. Mr. Johnson, do you have any reason to believe that Thelma Todd was murdered? I can confirm that we're seriously considering the possibility. I suppose this is the time to announce that we'll be continuing the investigation in front of a grand jury. You will all have answers soon. No further questions. Thelma's friends and family were notified that they would spend their holidays testifying in front of a grand jury. The authorities were going to get to the bottom of whether or not Thelma Todd was murdered. Coming up, we'll dive into the grand jury investigation that raised more questions than answers. The internet. What would we do without it? So much information, so little time. And yet, with all the answers available online, there still lie scores of deep, dark, spooky secrets. Mysteries yet to be solved until now. This isn't clickbait. This is our exclusive new podcast, Internet Urban Legends. I'm Loie, your evidence expert. And I'm Eleanor, the self-proclaimed skeptic. Together, we're the gruesome twosome, sleuths in search of the weirdest stories on the web. Every Tuesday, we investigate the internet's creepiest conundrums, covering each conspiracy theory and combing through every clue to separate hoax from haunt. Whether it's the video sure to make you lose your appetite, blank room soup, or every kid's worst nightmare, the terrifying truth behind Disney's deaths, or every parent's worst nightmare, social media's Momo challenge. Each episode of Internet Urban Legends is chock full of disturbing details which are either truly demented or ripe for debunking. And no matter our conclusion, we're sure to be left scared half to death. So won't you join us? Follow our new Spotify original from Parcast, Internet Urban Legends. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify. And now, back to our story. As news about a grand jury investigation into 29-year-old Thelma Todd's death rang through Los Angeles in December of 1935, her close friends and family planned the woman's funeral. Just days before Thelma was finally laid to rest, her mother, Alice, sat down for an interview with the press. All I know is there's no way Thelma could have committed suicide. She was a happy girl with so much to look forward to. She sure seemed like it. Do you have any idea how it could have happened? I know it was an accident. It had to be. She got locked out and went to the garage for warmth. And then, well, made a terrible mistake in turning on the car. I know this is awful to think about. But do you have any reason to believe Thelma was murdered? It's impossible. Everyone loved Thelma. She had no enemies. With all due respect, ma'am, I'm not sure I agree. What about the letters from the Ace? And the burglaries that forced her to move out to Malibu in the first place? In fact, I've been hearing rumors about some gangsters hanging around the cafe. My daughter's death was an accident. Those rumors are simply that. Rumors. You better write that down in your little pad. On December 19th, 1935, Thelma's friends and family came to Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale, California, to pay their final respects. Thelma's body was dressed in elegant satin pajamas, and her coffin was surrounded by multiple arrangements of flowers and portraits of the actress. 
A single envelope with the name Allison written on it lay beside the display. The letter was likely from Roland, in reference to the stage name that she used, while the pair shot their one and only film together. Roland West was visibly upset at the funeral, Regardless of the suspicions he caused because of his strange behavior at the coroner's inquest, it was clear that Roland was heartbroken. Finally, Thelma's coffin was laid to rest. Her friends and family headed off, hoping to move forward with their lives despite the grief. But unfortunately for Thelma's mother, that wasn't possible. That same day... Alice received a terrifying letter from someone calling themselves the Ace. It was the same name used by the mysterious person who had sent threatening letters to Thelma in the last months of her life. Alice's letter claimed that the author had something to do with Thelma's death. Alice knew that the person who had written Thelma's letters was in custody in New York State. She couldn't believe that this was anything more than a terrible prank but she immediately reported her new letter to the FBI anyway. The federal agents agreed. This was likely not a serious tip and didn't require further investigation. Strangely, FBI records show that agents believe that Thelma received her own threatening letter just two days before her death. It's unclear whether that letter was also sent by someone claiming to be the ace. But the report also says that someone close to Thelma denied the existence of this other letter. The name on the quote was redacted, but it seems likely that it came from Roland West himself. It's unclear whether Roland was trying to cover up a piece of evidence or just putting a stop to another rumor swirling around Thelma's death. In any case, when the grand jury finally convened at the end of December 1935, There was no mention of the ace or the strange, menacing letters. By that point, the investigators had set their sights on another key piece of evidence that had the potential to break the case wide open, if they could get their hands on it. Miss Todd, it has come to our attention that your daughter... (laughs) Oh, my sweet, sweet Thelma. I know this is difficult, and we'll do our best to go as quickly as possible. Do you have any knowledge of a diary of Thelma's? There have been rumors that she kept one. Might give us an idea if she was suicidal or if there was someone out to get her. Her death was an accident. But for the record, you do not know about a diary. (laughs) Okay, that'll be all, ma'am. Without any concrete evidence pointing towards foul play, the jury began to lean towards Alice and Roland's version of events. The Thelma was locked out of her apartment and retreated back to the garage, where she accidentally died of carbon monoxide poisoning. But the jury foreman wanted them to be sure before landing on an official verdict. So on January 3rd, 1936, the entire jury headed out to Malibu, so they could tour the area where Thelma died. Roland West met the jurors at his cafe and then took them around the premises. He seemed to be in good spirits at the time and even joked around with some of the men. Nothing seemed to contradict the narrative of Thelma's accidental death. At least, 
Not until some jurors asked to see how far the garage was from the cafe, so they could retrace Thelma's alleged last steps. Okay, uh, just another minute or two and we'll be there. There are 271 steps in total, but who's counting, right? You're telling me that you think Miss Todd walked up all this in the middle of the night, in heels? I'm wearing my comfiest loafers and I've barely made it up halfway. I'm sweating through this shirt. Hang on, weren't Thelma's hair and clothing in perfect shape? How'd she manage to keep herself together? Especially after a long night out. I'm stone sober and I think I'm gonna pass out. Hmm, yes, she seemed well kept when we, you know, found her. But maybe she cleaned herself up. Well, here we are at the top. Finally. So, where's the garage? Uh, just a short walk from here. Oh. That one visit changed everything the jurors thought they knew about Thelma Todd's last night alive. Once they made it back to court, the jury foreman made an official announcement. The jurors no longer believed that Thelma could have walked herself to the garage in the middle of the night. Roland's theory wasn't holding up. This seemed like a massive turning point in the case. Finally, there was clear reason to believe that there was more to the story of Thelma's death than anyone had thought. But no one was any closer to actually uncovering the truth. The jurors were desperate for a shred of evidence that might paint a clear picture of Thelma's death. But there was nothing to be found. The police investigation was going nowhere. Frustration soon gave way to outright anger. On January 8th, two members of the jury erupted in a heated argument inside the courthouse about the dead-end case. It seemed like the more they looked into it, the more questions they had. But at least one person was done asking questions. Thelma's mother, Alice. Thanks for meeting with me again, Miss Todd. I know our readers are still desperate to get to the bottom of your daughter's death. Well, that's their problem then. There's no part of you that thinks Thelma could have been murdered. By who? She was loved by everyone. Well, the police seem to think it's a possibility. And some members of the jury... There's no evidence. None at all. As far as I'm concerned, the case is closed. And I'd appreciate it if everyone would just let a poor mother grieve in peace. I'm sorry, but We're I... We're done here. Waiter! Finally, Alice Todd got her wish. Due to the lack of new evidence and the increasing frustration of the grand jury members, the investigation quietly closed down for good. And when an out-of-state police officer called in with a potential lead just a few months later, it seemed like the LAPD couldn't care less. LAPD Homicide. Hey there, Officer Dolan in Ogden, Utah here. Utah? What are you calling us for? Nothing but bad news is my guess. Well, depends what you consider bad news. We got an anonymous tip that the middle-aged man who supposedly killed Thelma Todd is at a local hotel. We've got surveillance on him, but thought we'd call you first. Let me stop you right there. You've got the wrong guy. Is there a different officer on the case? The main line forwarded me to your phone when I mentioned Thelma Todd. Well, I was assigned to the case, but that case is closed. Thelma Todd killed herself accidentally. 
Nothing further to look into. Oh, that's strange. Thanks for calling. But even though Thelma Todd's case was officially closed, strange bits of information continued to emerge over the next months and years. Next, we'll dissect the rumors and theories that still linger around the Thelma Todd case after all these years. Now, back to the story. In the spring of 1936, the Los Angeles Police Department quietly closed their investigation into 29-year-old Thelma Todd's death. The two people closest to Thelma, her mother Alice and her friend Roland West, continued to assert that Thelma's death was an accident. But despite their opinions, this seemed unlikely. For starters, the jury involved in the investigation had already identified the difficulty of walking up 271 steps to the garage from where Thelma's driver dropped her off. Plus, she was wearing heels, and the shoes reportedly showed no signs of serious wear. In his testimony, Roland West also said that Thelma was likely unaware of the dangers of carbon monoxide. But at this time in the 1930s, carbon monoxide deaths were becoming more and more frequent. Newspapers and magazines constantly reported on these horrible occurrences. A film was even created with hopes to educate more people on the dangers of carbon monoxide. Thelma was a well-educated actress who paid close attention to news and media. She also claimed to fix small issues on her car herself, meaning that she likely understood about exhaust. Both these details pointed towards the fact that Thelma was well aware of carbon monoxide poisoning, regardless of what Roland said. There's also the possibility that Thelma poisoned herself on purpose, well aware of what the carbon monoxide would do. But nothing in Thelma's life seemed to point towards her taking her own life. Just about everyone in her circle acknowledged how happy Thelma was at the time she died. At least one of her old friends, a co-star named Zasu Pitts, reportedly held on to the belief that Thelma was murdered, even after the LAPD closed the case. What's gotten into you, Ma? You look like you haven't slept in days. I'll make some tea. I've just got a real awful feeling about what happened to Thelma. It was an accident. That's what the court says. What else could have happened? I think she was murdered. Roland knows more. I can see it in his face. He had something illegal going on in that upstairs room at the cafe. I just know it. There were always strange guys up there. Gangster-looking guys. Come on. I know you don't like him, but that sounds like... A few days before she died, we went out to lunch. She told me she was worried about something. Money trouble seemed like, but I just let it pass. Why didn't I ask her more about it? Why didn't I listen? (sighs) Oh, Ma. She couldn't have done this herself. Someone killed her. I know it. Zasu's alleged theory that Roland was somehow involved with the mob and that the mob killed Thelma could explain Roland's strange, inconsistent testimony. 
It would also explain why Roland never made an attempt to find Thelma when she disappeared. Many years later, Thelma's personal assistant, May, opened up to her family about what she believed happened to Thelma, and her story shared a lot in common with Zasu's. I want to hear more stories about Miss Todd. She sounded like quite the lady. She was one of the greatest people I worked for. It's such a shame we lost her so soon. I'll never forget that day. It's such a tragedy. A terrible accident. I'm not so sure about that. She was involved with... Never mind, I don't need to go there today. It was so long ago. Oh, come on, Grandma. Involved with what? Well, I guess enough time has gone by. She and Mr. West were tied up with gangsters. Bad people. I think they were running some illegal gambling business. But Thelma wanted nothing to do with it. And after Thelma died, Roland kept throwing these gambling parties at the cafe. Why didn't you say something to the police? I don't understand. Oh, honey, I was just a lowly maid. I was an outsider. I was terrified they'd make me a suspect if I disagreed. So I didn't say anything. Now, try those plates, won't you? In the years after Thelma's death, business boomed at the cafe she once owned with Roland. But in the mid-1940s, the wave of fans wanting to pay their respects to Thelma slowed down. So Roland decided to rebrand the cafe. He named it Shay Roland, after himself. But the new name didn't stop the rumors about Roland and his mob ties. He allegedly continued to host illicit gambling parties in the upstairs dining room above the cafe, the same gatherings that May and Zasu suspected led to Thelma's death. As the years turned to decades, Thelma Todd's life and tragic death eventually faded from public consciousness. But in the 1980s, a Hollywood screenwriter began researching the story for a script he was writing with his wife. We'll refer to him as Jeff Townsend for the sake of his privacy. When Townsend started asking around the LAPD about the old case, he realized that May and Zasu weren't the only ones who suspected Thelma was murdered by the mob. Thanks so much for having me over, Officer Dalton. I know you're a busy guy, so I only have a few questions about Thelma Todd's death, and then I'll let you get back to your day. Son, this is about as busy as it gets now that I'm retired. Now, as for Thelma Todd, murder case from the 30s, if I remember correctly. Well, I believe the official cause of death was accidental poisoning. Oh, sure, sure. Well, everyone figured murder. Just no evidence to prove it. Really? Any suspects? Uh, rumor was that her lover had some ties with some L.A. gangsters. It's something about an illegal gambling operation. There was supposedly some meeting with Thelma the night she died. I figured that went south and she wound up dead. Unofficially, of course. You think the mob murdered her? Why didn't the LAPD do something? It was a long time ago, kid. Different world. I can't say for sure, but sometimes back then there were cases you didn't work so hard. I see. So you're saying you think that... I'm saying I think that's all I've got for you. 
Now, if you don't mind, I've got some work to get back to. The more Townsend dug into the old Thelma Todd case, the more he suspected that Roland West was somehow involved in her death. And just about every officer he spoke to shared the same suspicions. But Jeff Townsend struggled to get his screenplay made, and it was eventually shelved for good. And with that, the story of Thelma Todd was finished. So with all of that said, I think the theory that Thelma was murdered by members of the mob is the most plausible. There are too many holes in the official story. Plus, judging by what Thelma's friends said, it seemed likely that Roland was somehow involved, or at least knew more than he told the police. I see where you're coming from. But there just isn't enough evidence for me to say for sure that Thelma Todd was murdered. I think her death may have just been one terrible, tragic accident. Whatever the truth may be, Thelma Todd's death shines a light on the dark side of Hollywood that we still see today. From the sexist contracts she signed to her obsessive and dangerous fans like the Ace, Thelma was just another example of the awful price women sometimes pay for fame. Thanks again for tuning in to Unsolved Murders. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode. For more information on Thelma Todd amongst the many sources we used, we found The Ice Cream Blonde, The Whirlwind Life and Mysterious Death of Screwball Comedian Thelma Todd by Michelle Morgan, extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Unsolved Murders and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll see you next time. If we live till next time. Unsolved Murders True Crime Stories is a Spotify original from Parcast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Michael Langsner, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Unsolved Murders was written by Chelsea Gray, with writing assistance by River Donahue and Giles Hofseth. Fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez and research by Mickey Taylor. The amazing cast of voice actors includes Tiana Camacho, Kimlin Tran, Julian Smith, Tom Bauer, Kai Jordan, and Joe Hernandez. Unsolved Murder stars Wendy McKenzie and Carter Roy. 